And now it's time for your favorite Western of mine, Zorba and the Lone Stranger. Zorba and the Lone Stranger, two masked heroes protecting the Wild West from train robbers. Give me all your money. Yeah, give me all your money. Bank robbers. Give me all your gold. Yeah, give me all your gold. And saving damsels in distress. Save me, Zorbo. Save me, Lonely Stranger. You're our only hope. Hell! Our story begins in the time of Grimy Gulch. Welcome to Grimy Gulch. Bad Bart and his band of bad guys were on the way into town. Bad Bart was the meanest outlaw the West has ever seen. I'm the meanest outlaw the West has ever seen. And today, Bad Bart and his band of bad guys were playing to rob Grimy Gulch Bank. Not again! When word got out that Bad Bart was on his way to town, the people of Grimy Gulch panicked. <laughs> and then they started to hide. They hid under bales of hay. They hid under piles of newspaper. They even hid under the school teacher's desk. Everyone in Grimy Gulch was still and quiet, but suddenly they heard a sound of horses galloping towards town. It's Bad Bart! Ah! Ah! Shh, we have to be very, very quiet. The horses got closer and closer until they stopped right in front of Grimy Gulch Bank. Oh no, Bad Bart's gonna rob the bank. Not again! Bad Bart and his band of bad guys got off their horses and began to make their way down the wooden sidewalk with their spurs and their boots jiggling. Bad Bart tried to open the bank door, but it was locked. It's locked. It's locked. It's locked. Bad Bart's band of bad guys got the biggest, heaviest tree they could find and picked it up. <laughs> bad Bart told his band to break down the bank door with the limb. On the count of three. One, two, three. They slammed the limb against the door. On the fifth try, the bank door fell in. Get all the gold you can carry. And they started to fill their pockets with gold coins. Just as they had gathered the, up the last piece of gold, a sound was heard in the distance. Zorba and the Lone Stranger were on the way to save the town. The lone stranger jumped off his horse and pulled out his whip. It's all over, Bad Bart. Come out with your hands up. But Bad Bart wouldn't budge. You can't make me come out. I chill with dog dare you. But Bad Bart and his band of bad guys were as bad as they thought. With one clink of Zorbo's sword and one crack of lone stranger's whip, 
Bad Burns, his band of bad guys, jumped on their horses and rode away, never to be seen in Grimy Gulch again.
the bus started on its way. <laughs> Exhausted after a long day, everyone quickly fell asleep, but a strange sound began to come from the back of the bus. blanket was pulled back, everybody gasped. <gasps> Instead of a shy history teacher, in the sea was a furry creature with a long snout, sharp claws, and glowing yellow eyes. Dude, Mr. Jones looks weird. Dude, Mr. Jones is a werewolf. <laughs> the bus came to a screeching halt. The werewolf jumped to his feet and let out a spine-chilling howl. Oh! Kids were crying. <laughs> Kids were screaming. And jumped over their seats to try to get away from Mr. Jones. managed to open the back door to the bus and pushed Mr. Jones out where he landed with a thud and a howl. Oh! The students quickly slammed the door, the back door shut. Mr. Jones began to scrape his long claws down the side of the bus. Then he started banging on the windows. Students could see Mr. Jones run off into the woods. Uh, he's gone. Let's get out of here. We can't! The bus won't start! Hours went by as the terrified students huddled in their seats just as the sun was about to come up. There was a loud thud on the roof of the bus. He's back. The footsteps paced up and down. And finally stopped. The bus driver slowly opened the door of the bus and got out. On the top of the bus was Mr. Jones. His clothes were torn. He had scratches on his arms and face. He was sound asleep. The sun had come up. He wasn't a werewolf anymore. He needs help, but where do we take him? The hospital? The zoo? That dude needs to go to the vet. So they carefully tied Mr. Jones to the top of the bus, top of the bus dropped him off at a vet, and made their way back to the school. Nobody said a word until they turned into the school parking lot when everyone said at the exact same time, Best future ever!
enough for today. Tune in next week for another bone-chilling, spine-tingling episode of... Shock Theater! We interrupt our regularly scheduled program for this special news report. An alien spacecraft has landed on Earth. I repeat, an alien spacecraft has landed on Earth. Patty Perkins is live on the scene. We got a bad connection, so please bear with us. Patty, this is Lauren back in the studio. Can you hear me? I can hear you, Lauren. This is Patty Perkins coming to you live from Rock Hill, South Carolina. We have a big crowd gathered here to witness the first landing of an alien spacecraft. to some eyewitnesses to tell me what they saw. What did the spaceship look like? It looked like a spaceship. Yeah. Did you hear anything? I heard a whistling sound. And what happened once the spaceship landed? The whistling stopped. And then the aliens climbed out the ship? What did they look like? Were they tall? No. Were they short? No. Were they green? No, they were just funny looking. You heard it here first, folks. The aliens were funny looking. Wait, where is everybody going? I'm not finished with my interview. Wait, something is creeping up behind me and it doesn't sound like human footsteps. What's going on? Are you alright? I'm here, Lauren, but I'm standing face to face with aliens! Ah! What do they look like? They're not tall, they're not short, but they are funny looking. They seem to be trying to communicate. I'm going to try to communicate with them. Do you come in peace? They don't seem to understand you, Patty, but they are very musical. Can you speak to me in a language I can understand? Are you the leader of this planet? No, but I am a respected news journalist. What planet do you come from? This is Planet Earth. Earth, that's a funny name. Why did you come to Planet Earth? Hot Pockets. Hot, Hot Pockets. Tacos. Tacos. And a Mountain Dew. Mountain Dew. You heard it here first. The aliens want Hot Pockets, Tacos, and Mountain Dew. to get the aliens what they want. Oh, I love it when towns work together. Here's a hot pocket. 
The alien is tasting a hot pocket. Ow, that's hot. The alien is trying to taco. The alien is trying Mountain Dew. Refreshing. The aliens like Earth food. Stop by for a snack. The aliens are getting back into their spaceship. And it's taking off. Come back. Take me with you. And they're gone. Way day this has been. Back to you in the studio, Lauren. Thanks, Patty, and thanks to all our listeners out there. Join us next week for more sci-fi chills and thrills on Wow Radio! Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. You're listening to WHAM Ham Radio. We will begin tonight's broadcast with one of your favorite shows, Mystery Theater. job to do. I'm a detective, and tonight I was called to the old mansion on the hill. Lady Peacock was throwing one of her lavish parties, and the large diamond she wore on her hat was missing. My job? Interview her guests and find out who was the thief. Dun, dun, dun! As I drove my car up the long, rocky driveway, I could hear loud voices coming from inside the house. I parked my car and made the long walk to the door in the pouring rain. I wiped my feet on the mat and I knocked. Jeeves the butler answered the door. Please come in, we've been expecting you. I stepped into the house. A fire was burning in the large fireplace. I saw a lot of familiar faces. Mr. Poole. I am Misty Poole. I clearly Peacock Poole. Miss Fit. I'm Mrs. Fit and I may call Lady Peacock's beautiful clothes. Mr. McGregor. I, Mr. McGregor. I grow all the vegetables in the Lady Peacock's garden. Miss Cook. I am Miss Cook, and I am Lady Peacock's cook. And last but not least, Lady Peacock herself. I'm Lady Peacock, and someone has stolen my diamond. It was my job to find out who and why. Dun, dun, dun! Miss Peacock picked up 
a bell and rang it three times. Jeeves entered the room with a stinging, steaming mug on a tray. It was hot chocolate and it smelled delicious. Just as he was about to hand me the mug, he tripped on the carpet and the tray went crashing to the floor. I'm very sorry, sir. Jeeves cleaned up the broken dishes and headed back into the kitchen. I could tell Lady Peacock was growing impatient. I'm growing impatient. I demand to know who stole my diamond. I glanced around the room. Everyone looked nervous. Nobody said a word, and the only sound you could hear was the fire crackling in the fireplace. It was time to question the suspects. I turned to Lady Peacock. When did you no- notice your diamond was missing? Right after dinner. Miss Fit had been staring at it all evening. Before Miss Fit could answer, there was a huge crash of thunder. The lights went out. There was a scream. Ah! And a thud. When the lights came back on, Miss Fit was lying on the floor. Someone had knocked her out. Dun, dun, dun! I asked if anyone had seen what happened. As Mr. Poole started to speak, there was another crash of thunder. The lights went out again. There was another scream. Ah! And a thud. When the lights came back on, Mr. Poole was laying on the floor. Someone had knocked him out, too. Dun, dun, dun! Before anyone could say a word, a giant crash came from the kitchen. Everyone ran to the kitchen as fast as they could. When they opened the door, they found that Jeeves the butler had been knocked out, too. Dun, dun, dun! There was another crash of thunder. Lady Peacock screamed. Mr. McGregor screamed. Ah! Miss Fitz screamed. Ah! The lights went out again. Dun, dun, dun! When the lights came back on, I was the only person left standing. Everyone else had been knocked out cold. I heard footsteps behind me. I turned around and found myself face to face with... Tune in next week for the conclusion of Mystery at the Mysterious Manor. Are you ready for thrills? Are you ready for chills? Uh. Are you ready for things that go bump in the night? Ow. Then don't touch that dial. It's time for Shock Theater. It has been an exciting field trip to a museum, and the students have gotten back on the bus for the long ride home. Kids were talking. (laughs) (laughs) And music was playing. Just one thing. Opened the lid and shook his fist and said, Whatever happened to my Transylvania twist? And the bus made it down the long, rocky road. Suddenly, there's a big bang. And the bus swerved to the left. Ah! 
Is everyone all right? I'm fine. Me too. I got hit in the face with a flying sandwich. <laughs> 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 got a flat tire. Everybody off the bus while I put on the spare. Mr. Jones, the history teacher, was very nervous, and he asked the bus driver, Can you fix it? Can you fix it? No problem. But it's getting dark. There's a full moon. I'll be able to see just fine. Did, did you say a full moon? What's wrong, Mrs. J? Are you scared of the dark? No, <laughs> no, but you should be. That was just creepy. While the bus driver worked on the tire, Mr. Jones got back on the bus. He sat in his seat and covered himself, head to toe, with a blanket. Tire sticks back on the bus. And the bus started on its way. <laughs> and exhale after a long day, everyone quickly fell asleep. But a strange sound began to come from the back of the bus. Who's snoring? Cut it When a blanket was pulled back, everybody gasped. <laughs> Instead of a history, a shy history teacher in the seat was a furry creature with a long snout, sharp claws, and glowing yellow eyes. Dude, Mr. Jones is weird. Dude, Mr. Jones is a werewolf. <laughs> the bus came to a screeching halt. The werewolf jumped to his feet and let a spine-chilling howl. Uh -oh. Kids were crying. <laughs> Kids were screaming. <laughs> and jumping over the seat, they tried to get away from Mr. Joe. Two of the students managed to open the back door to the bus and push Mr. Jones out where he landed with a thud and a howl. <laughs> students quickly slammed the back door shut. And Mr. Jones began scraping his long claws down the side of the bus. Then he started to bang on the window. Nobody make a sound. In the moonlight, students could see Mr. Jones run off into the woods. He's gone. Let's get out of here. We can't, the bus won't start. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
hours went by. As the terrified kids huddled in their seats, just as the sun came out, there was a loud thud on the roof of the bus. He's back! Foot stealth pacing up and down. Finally, it stopped. The bus driver slowly opened the door of the bus and got out. On the top of the bus was Mr. Jones. His clothes were torn and he had scratches on his arm and face and he was sound asleep. The sun had to come up. He wasn't a werewolf anymore. He needs help, but where do we take him? Out from the hospital. The zoo? That you need to go to the vet. So carefully, they tied Mr. Jones to the roof of the bus, dropped him off at the vet, and made their way back to school. Nobody said a word until they turned in the school parking lot. And, th and everybody at the same at that time said, Best field trip ever! Yes, sir! That's all the time we have for today. Tune in next week for another bone-chilling, spine-tingling episode of Shock Theater. Cincinnati Patty and his pet monkey Bob over to this jungle. Out of nowhere, a star came up. Thunder boom! The wind began to howl. And the rain began to pour. Suddenly, lightning hit the plane.
We've got to get out of here. Come on! Idaho pulled out his machete and hacked his way through the den jungle until they came to the bank of the river. Let's swim across. Wait, listen. What is it? This river is filled with made piranhas. on the rock. They jumped on the first rock. They jumped on the second rock. And they jumped on the third rock. Bob fell in. Quick, get him out before the piranhas can get him. Forget the piranhas. Look out for that alligator. In Idaho and Cincinnati, Patty pulled Bob out of the river. Bob said, the sounds of drums could be heard in the distance. Come on, let's follow the sound of those drums. They followed the sound of drums until they came upon a huge stone building with large wooden doors. Get out of the 
jungles. I can't understand them. They won't stop crying. Bob had an idea. He began to dance and screech. He scratched his armpits. He hit himself in the head with a coconut. Suddenly, everyone start, stopped crying and started to laugh. <laughs> <laughs> they stopped crying. Good job, Bob. Idaho looked around the room. Wait a minute. Everybody was crying. If everybody was crying, who was playing the drums? Oh, it must have been coming from over there. What's over there? Adventureland. You mean we crash landed at Disney World? If we're at Disney World, why are you crying? My phone broke. My battery died. I lost my charger. Before you start the crying again, can you show us the way out of here? Sure, we're not gloomy anymore. That is one funny primate. So Idaho and his friends followed their group. They walked through some mud. Made their way through the tall weeds. They crossed the river of piranhas and alligators. And began to get eaten up by mosquitoes. What's with all the mosquitoes and the alligator in the mud? Welcome to Florida. They finally made it out of the jungle, and they had learned a valuable lesson. Don't bang your phone to Disney World. And Idaho Jones is a terrible pilot. Hey. Thank you for joining us today. Tune in next week for another exciting adventure of Idaho Jones with Cincinnati Patty and Bob. Aye, aye, aye. <laughs>